guys, it's Emily here again, and a very, very well welcome to episode three of Turning the HubSpot Flywheel. Today, we're chatting customer basics, customer 101, and we're in very good company. Brad from Marketing, a Kiwi-owned HubSpot agency working with accountants and bookkeepers all around the world. Brad, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Emily. Hi, guys. Uh, it's great to um, be here with you guys. Awesome. All right, let's crack into it. Brad, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Marketing? Yeah, marketing, um, we started back in 2017. Um, so we're a HubSpot agency, but we, um, only working with accountants and bookkeepers, um, all around the world. Our main client base being uh, Kiwi companies in New Zealand and Australia, but we have clients in UK, Canada and, um, UK, um, US as well. So we use, we use HubSpot to help accountants and bookkeepers streamline the back end of the business as well as the marketing sales and um, customer support. Okay, great. So I'm going to put a little scenario to you and we'll, if you could describe this usual process. So say your sales team has worked its magic and they've now closed a new customer. How do you turn them into an evangelist? I'm going to answer this question from a, from our client uh, point of view as a, as accounting firm rather than us as an agency because um, I have a I still have an accounting firm um, that I use HubSpot uh, for. Um, and especially in accounting, it's very important to have those evangelists because most of the people choose the accountant based on a referral. So referral source is the best source of um, getting clients for accountants. So you want to send those clients to evangelize. I think one of the missing points is um, the onboarding process in, a, in a, an accounting firm. So when you sign up as a client, you have to make sure you onboard them and you have a process in place that you provide the best experience for them when they become your client because that's a that's a time that they're going to judge you and, you know, see how your services are. And it's very important to create that first impression. So um, we usually, for our uh, firm and our um, clients, we create a six-month onboarding process to make sure that the client has been trained, who's the account manager, what system we're going to use, um, how they're going to uh, interact with us, what telephone number they call, what uh, email address they should email. Um, and all of these uh, makes that onboarding process very easy. And at the end of the six months, We'll um, send a survey to see how they feel about our services, and that's where where we kind of gauge to see whether they become evangelists, hopefully, and uh, whether they're going to refer us to um, the friends and um, colleagues. So you've spoken about how the usual process is when it comes to a customer. For you, what is the most important part of that journey? The important part of that journey is the communication. Um, so. The ease of communication is important and um, people are different. Each of them, they understand um, information in a different way. Some of them, they like video. Some of them, they like emails. Some of them, they like text. Some of them, they like calls. Some of them, they like, we have a client that is specifically say, never call me. Okay, we don't call mm-hmm. you. We have lots of clients that they want to receive a call from. So um, having those Understanding the client and see what are the needs, whether um, as far as communication, to make sure that we can we can basically give them the information in, in the way that they can digest better and understand. Okay. And how has HubSpot enabled your customer success? So 
first thing is just um, basically having all this communication with the client from any of the team members in one place, whether it's a meeting, whether it's email, whether it's uh, a text, whether it's a telephone call, whether it's a Zoom meeting. So all of that, but by having all of those communication and contact points in one place, it helps a lot. Because if we go back before the HubSpot time uh, for us, we wouldn't know if another staff in the firm um, communicated with client and said something that is either different or a different tone. It doesn't have to be totally different. But if they say by tomorrow and I say, no, it's by the day after tomorrow, then it's a two different words coming from um, a same company, which is not nice. So having all those communication in one place, it helps a lot to make sure that you have the best communication. So when you're talking on the phone with the client, the fact is you can go to HubSpot and see what was a conversation with any of the staff member in last 10 days or last month with that client about that subject. That could be a, a deal. So we can go to the deal level or we can look at the ticket level if it was an issue that we had to sort out and find out what was the conversation and then align our conversation that we're having now with the client with those past conversations from any of the staff members as well. Okay. I'm interested for you. You've been in this job or in, in this industry for years and years. I feel like the customer is always right, has always been the mantra, but do you feel it's becoming more and more complicated um, given how, you know, there's NPS now, net promoter scores, and, and everyone can kind of get online and say what they think about businesses? Do you find it hard to keep in check, or do you feel like HubSpot and, and systems like Cradle can kind of really help fight off those risks happening? As I say, is usually things get missed on the communication, and that's most. I, I just give you one example, one experience, live experience I had today. I, I bought a car. I was getting it on Saturday. I contacted the insurance company to get the insurance, and um, they wouldn't get back to me on Friday afternoon. I finally got hold of somebody, and they sent me confirmation that my insurance is um, done. Here's a certificate of currency with your car insurance. And today I had a call from insurance company, the same insurance company, to say, oh, we call you to um, get your cover sorted. I said, you gave me the cover on Friday. So no, there's no record of <laughs> your cover on Friday. So I've got the email from you. <laughs> I've got the cover. So if they have a had a system in place, which you would have expect from a big insurance company, they would have seen that somebody, another staff from that company, send me an email with the cover and I've got everything in my hand. That kind of put me on edge that if I had the accident on yesterday between the Friday and mm. the call today on Monday, I wouldn't have been covered because somebody mocked it up here, either that or if I had the cover, did they want to put the second cover? I don't know. But that's a good example of, you know, missing that communication. And that would have, uh, I'm not that type of person, but if I was one of those mm -hmm. people that would jump on Google and leave a bad review for that company, and I would, if they keep on doing, make, making mistakes like that, a loss of, mm -hmm. going back to that onboarding example, I said, my onboarding experience with this insurance company has been very bad. So if they ask me if I'm going to refer somebody else to them, the answer would be no. And if it asked me for a review, obviously that review would be bad because just a fair stay, you're just getting a policy and the whole thing gone, um, gone bad. The other thing is 
the same company when I, on Friday I wanted to, and that comes back to Cradle. On Friday, I was on, I've got a screenshot of it. I was on the phone for 46 minutes and no Whoa. answer. I was on a hold with the bad music on. So if they had a system um. like, like Cradle, they could have set up the automated um, email, say, okay, we are busy. We get back to you on, I don't know, 520 or whatever time they have available or set up a task as an agent yeah. for somebody or do something like that. But they didn't have a system in place. They have a traditional phone that I had to be on the phone for that long. And the only reason I hang up was I was sick of it and I had other calls and other things to do in my day on Friday. So yeah. I hang up. But these are the examples of exactly that. So if you have those communication and those processes in place using HubSpot and Cradle, then um, mm-hmm. there's less likely that you get those bad, bad reviews. Because even if you've done, like everybody makes a mistake, but if you can communicate yeah. and reason it and explain to them, okay, sorry, we made a mistake and this is the reason and I can see that miscommunication has been there and try to fix it, then obviously those mm. wouldn't be there. And I think that... And that's that, interesting. Sorry, bad. No worries. No, you keep going. Um, yeah, no, I think that um, communication is the most important part of the business and um, I think um, the systems like HubSpot and Cradle together, they make the magic happen. Yeah, I was just going to say it must be quite interesting interacting with other businesses because you either probably leave an experience thinking, man, that's something I'd really like to implement in my business or that's definitely something I don't want to do. Exactly, exactly. And you learn the lesson either way because if you see that something is very bad, you have to make sure that you're not going to do that with your clients. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, for our listeners tuning in today, what is something, even if it is just one thing, that they can do to help give their customers a better experience? Is there anything out of the ordinary or just something really basic and ordinary that people seem to forget? I think going back on a communication, even if you can't reply to the email, even if you can't return the call to the client, let them know that you can't. If you just go quiet and don't let them know whether it's automated by workflow in HubSpot, or you actually send them an email, say, okay, I'm busy today. I can get back to you next month or next week or something because people expect fast communication these days. They don't wait. Their patience is not that long. And that can irritate people and changes your relationship with your um, client. So if you can't reply to the email today, don't just leave it in your inbox and reply to them end of next week. Send them an email now, say, I'm extremely busy, I'm sorry, I'll get back to you Friday next week, and they'll be fine, probably, unless if they have a really urgent matter. But communicate with the client and let them know what is the next step, even if you can't reply to them or um, communicate with them straight away. Yeah, that's really good advice. And something else I wanted to ask, and I know that, People don't tend to talk about this, and I doubt that you have many because obviously you're really good at communicating. But when it comes to an upstick customer, how do you find is the best way to deal with people? Because all humans are different, and people get upset in different ways. So dealing with upset clients are again, it's it's, it's an art art that you have to have. Uh, you know, you learn that through through life. It's hard to give advice, and every day you get. I think with the how to come. You know, the human is evolving. You have more people 
getting upset in a different way. So it's, it, it is, again, it's an evolving thing. It's not the same thing. People, um, people, uh, vent in a different way, um, these days. Um, some of them, they go social media. Some of them, they get grumpy over the phone. Some of them, they swear. Oh, I don't know. Um, they would be different. So I think it's an art and you have to, um, basically, again, um, learn more about them and try to, um, try to calm them down. Uh, it's not a one answer fit all, to be honest. If you find it, I would yeah. love to know. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt I'm the person to ask, but I will let you know if I do. Um, <laughs> speaking of pessimistic fears, yeah. so over the past few months, obviously there's been, well, not a few months, I'm sure it's been, you know, quite a few months now, but what are your customers saying to you that tells you that your communication has changed and it is making an impact? As far as the customers saying is obviously when we find out that we're getting referral and they're happy with our services, um, it's, it's a way of finding that our communication is, is effective and they can find us when they need to, especially like, let's say we're in lockdown as dealing from Auckland and level three and there are lots of stressed business owners out there that they want to get hold of you straight away. From your point of, from our point of view, it might not be that urgent, but from their point of view is the livelihood and they, they have to talk to somebody to get the answer straight away. So being there for them, it's very important. So, so getting those referrals or happy clients, um, based on the surveys that you do, it shows that, um, the communication that you had has been good and, um, and they're happy with your services. Right. All right, Brad, just lastly, I understand that you are a client of Cradle. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Cradle and what services you felt have really helped you reach customer success? Yeah, Cradle has played uh, an important part in um, in our business because as a count or for our clients as well. So as accountants or bookkeepers, um, it is very important uh, to have all the communication with the client in one place. And having HubSpot and Cradle, we can see all the calls and um, with any of the team members in and out with that client. The other aspect of accounting and bookkeeping is, is based on the time, is a service base. So you just want to see if um, the certain clients take most of your time through the phone um, or um, if you're not basically giving enough love to some of your clients. So if you haven't contacted your client or none of your staff called the client or client hasn't called you for the last two months, you want to know that. And you want to communicate with them as well. So having these two linked together gives us one source of truth in HubSpot as well as all those reports and uh, different uh, information that we can get from, from Cradle side or Cradle records in HubSpot. It also helps us, um, like now that we're working from home to be able to still serve, serve us our clients like we always do. Uh, without clients feeling that we are, we are working from home. All our staff are available. We're transferring the calls. Everybody receives the calls as, as per normal. From client point of view, they don't know even we're working from home. They think it's still we are in office sometimes and they're quite surprised. So it, it helps, helps us a lot during the COVID time, but at all time, it's just the fact that we can see all the records in one place. We can get all the reports and we can see how much communication we had. Um, we are client is, um, it's very important and helps us, um, a lot on day to day basis. Fantastic. All right. Well, Brad, thank you so much for sharing your insights. I feel like I've learned a lot and I feel like 
our listeners have a lot to take away from that. And best of luck for what's next for marketing by the sounds of things. You're in really good stead. Lovely. Thank you for having me and all the best. That's us for today, guys. Remember, this is episode three. So if you're just joining us now, we've got a couple of other podcasts for you to check out. But before we leave, I found a quote that I thought would be quite fitting for today's episode, and it may as well be from Brad, given his amazing (laughs) advice and insights today. But it is, in fact, from Bill Gates himself, and that is, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. So that's just something to remember. Alrighty, keep an ear out for our next episode of Turning the HubSpot Flywheel. Until then, take care and be kind. We'll catch you later. 